Stop worrying about if what you're about to do is the right decision. You are doing the best you can with the knowledge and the information that you have right now. Let that be enough. I have realized every time you find the evidence to support what your intuition was trying to warn you about, it is too late because now you are suffering the consequences of not listening to your intuition. So when your intuition warns you about somebody without you having tangible evidence to distance yourself from that person or get rid of them, a lot of times we don't listen. But when we realize why our intuition was right, it's it's because you are now on the other side of betrayal from that very person that your intuition told you to stay clear of. If anybody decides to hold me to, um, or to put me on some pedestal that I did not ask to be put on, and then you decide to get disappointed or mad at me when I fail to live up to your standards, that's a personal problem you'll have to discuss with your therapist. But I am not responsible for maintaining and upholding the image that you decided to have of me, okay? I know who I am. That, that's, that's all I'm responsible for being. So it's like, I will do the best that I can possibly do in the lane that I was called to drive in. If there is another lane that people think I, that needs a driver, you get in the car and you drive there, okay? I know what lane I'm supposed to be in. That's where I will be. You worry about your own lane, okay? Because I don't like doing things that is not authentic to who I am. It will feel like pulling teeth and I will not be able to sustain it, so I don't even try. How can you disagree with who I say I am? Are you me? Are you me? And are you okay? That doesn't even make sense. People cannot tell you who you are. You know who you are. You know what you are supposed to do. That's all that matters. That is all that matters. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. How are you doing, my love? Especially after last week's episode. Because I know, especially for me, had I heard this a few months, a few years ago, actually, I would have felt some type of way, you know, because upgrading your standard does require money. It does require an identity shift. It requires a lot. Like, it's a lot more than just going out and buying new things right like you really have to get in the right mindset first and then you have to figure out what the ideal version of your life looks like in order for you to start upgrading it right but especially in terms of your physical appearance that you know for some of us that's not cheap it is not cheap but like i said you know it's not something you do to go get yourself in debt um, for, but more so something to start thinking about, um, in addition to all of the internal work that you have been doing, right? But I digress. Today's episode is actually a feeling that I felt while I was recording episode 100. It's a feeling that, Like, it's not the first time I felt it, but I felt it again last week. So I'm going to be talking about it this week and also sharing something that freed me from that. But also the aspect of, I guess, just letting you know that it is okay if you feel that way because it's normal, right? And what that is, is just giving yourself grace as you grow giving yourself grace as you progress into the best version of yourself giving yourself grace as you acquire more knowledge and information that causes you to move differently versus how you've been acting your entire life like prior to that moment and what I mean by that is like so for example I know From your perspective, 
you listen to the podcast and you listen to me talking about all of these things and life experiences, etc., etc., and in some cases, maybe giving advice on something, but really just sharing my experiences and what has helped me. But from your perspective, you might be getting a lot out of this and you might feel like, okay, I am holding you accountable to becoming the best version of yourself, etc., etc. And I don't know if it ever crossed your mind as to who is holding me accountable, but let me tell you how it feels from my perspective. For one, I feel like the people who know me personally, like my friends who listen to the podcast, that's number one. They hold me accountable because if they find me doing something that goes against anything I speak on, they will bring it up, right? But the big thing is, like, I need you to understand, like, from my perspective, just putting myself out there and saying certain things is holding me to a standard that sometimes makes me feel uncomfortable like when I like once I release something on the podcast once I release an episode I feel like I am now being held accountable for everything I just said right so I talked about I was talking about upgrading your standard in the last episode. So now it's like, because I just said, hey, this is something we need to consider. I now feel like I need to be the example and I cannot ever allow myself to slack off because I just came and told like thousands of people that you need to be mindful of how you present yourself, et cetera, et cetera, right? And... From my perspective, that is a level of accountability that makes me uncomfortable sometimes because I honestly don't intend to necessarily put myself on a platform as somebody anybody should idolize, but I do believe in leading by example, right? That's how I choose to live in terms of my faith. Like I've, I've told y'all before, when it comes to faith in God and spirituality and all that types of stuff... I will never like try to force my beliefs onto anybody, but I do, when I speak about the blessings and stuff in my life, God is who is responsible. So I can't talk about them without mentioning him. And in terms of inspiring people to follow God, I feel like the way I can do that is just lead by example and then hopefully you can see the blessings on my life and feel like, okay, well, if God is responsible for turning her life around, what can he do for me, right? And I say that because especially earlier on when I was in secondary school in a Catholic school, I felt like people made it seem like they had to force religion down your throat and I was never comfortable with that. So... And I know some people try to justify that with saying like somewhere in the Bible, it says that you have to spread the gospel or whatever. Like I told you, I'm not a perfect Christian. I can't cite where it says that, but I believe it does. But for me personally, all that, all I take from that is let me lead by example. And if my life and my faith inspires you, then it does. And, you know, do that what you must. But I am not going to force my beliefs onto anybody. That's just an example, right? But I digress. What I'm saying is like when I come on here and I say something, I the level of accountability from just putting out the episode up it like it just it's a lot of pressure for me because I feel like I said it so now I have to live by it, right? So I just want you to try to see things from my perspective. It's not just me telling you stuff. I am also held accountable by default by just releasing the episode because I have to practice what I preach, right? Now, I say all that to say that was the feeling of, uh, I guess, I guess it, it, it feels like a burden 
to me sometimes. And that's how I felt while I was recording the last episode. And I felt it before with recording other episodes. And that is what prompted this episode, which is giving yourself grace for growth. Having a podcast is literally like a blessing and a burden at the same time. It's a blessing because I get to help and inspire people with my life experiences and I get so many DMs and comments and stuff like that on TikTok and Instagram of people telling me that I genuinely help them and that's really why I do this. That's really all I intend to do. Like, like honestly, that is like what keeps me going. That's what I set out to do. So that is what makes me feel fulfilled just knowing that I help people so in that aspect it's a blessing but it's also a burden sometimes because of me feeling like I now have to somehow be perfect somehow like I feel like sometimes it puts me on a pedestal that I don't want to be on you know because if I say this is what one should do, which I never frame anything like that. But for example, if I were to say that, then now it's like everybody will be holding me accountable to the things I say. And I know I'm not perfect. So sometimes that makes me nervous. And I realize I just have to give myself grace because I know you've heard a lot of people, anybody who has a public platform, anybody who is a public figure, whether it's like a celebrity, like a really famous person, an actor, especially comedians or people who are not necessarily famous, but they have platforms like maybe other podcasters, influencers, etc. I'm sure you see people online talking about how they're afraid of being canceled or like how sensitive people are nowadays and like how the wrong thing saying the wrong thing can get you canceled or judged etc sometimes I think about that and I'm like I don't want to be in that position and I don't want to be in a position of somebody who contradicts myself right I used to feel that way I used to feel like I don't want to say something on the podcast and then a few years later I'm doing something different or I don't believe in what I said a few years ago right that used to feel like a burden to me and I used to try to be extremely mindful of the things that I say but I think it was Ronnie Brown. She was doing an interview on the Social Proof podcast and she said one sentence that completely freed me of all of that and that was I think sometime last year when I first saw it but I'm making this episode today because I know I cannot be the only person that feels like this and I feel like this will free you too she said if you're not contradicting yourself you are not growing if you are not contradicting yourself you're not growing because think about it, right? Do you still have the same thoughts and beliefs that you had when you were 15 or 16? Obviously not, right? And some of the mistakes you may have made at that age or maybe 17 or 18 or even last year, like you feel differently about it, right? Maybe the way you used to date five years ago is not the same way you date now, your requirements are stricter, like you're not making some of those same mistakes, you're not that naive, right? Like, you, we, as, as we grow, as we just live our lives, to be honest, in this day and age of information, we get so much information and knowledge on social media, even if you follow the right people. Um, but we're always being... As you go through life, you will always get new information. You will always get more knowledge on different things, right? And especially as you grow in your faith too, you will always get different convictions that will cause you to change your life and start living it differently. So how you did things last year or even last month, let alone 10 years ago, is not how you do things today. 
And how you do things today is not the same way you will do it a year from now or six months from now or 10 years from now, right? We are constantly growing and constantly evolving. So your thought patterns and your beliefs, your sense, your sense of um, self-concept, your sense, your sense of identity, who you believe you are to be, the type of person you think you are, the type of person you identify with today is not the same person you will identify with a year from now. You see what I'm saying? Like we are constantly evolving. So to say that or to try to be perfect and not say the wrong things because you're afraid you'll contradict yourself is not realistic. If you don't contradict yourself a year from now for certain things, then you have not grown. If you are currently dating in a way now where you don't have or don't enforce your boundaries you attract or not necessarily attract but you allow people into your space that don't respect you that don't value you or your time right like if you are still dating the same way a year from now you have not evolved if you believe something if you have like a toxic belief about men if you are still one of the men are trash people if you still subscribe to that narrative if you still subscribe to that narrative a year from now, you will still attract the same, the same type of men who are trash and your life will not improve. But if you, let's say you work on that, you heal whatever ties you to such a toxic mindset around men, knowing you want one, right? If you heal from that a year from now, you might be somebody who says, no, I like men, men are nice, and I only give my attention to the ones who value me. If you think like that, then you're directly contradicting the version of you last year who, who was the president of the Men Are Trash co Committee. But you see how that's not a bad thing? You see how you contradict yourself because you actually evolved? You see what I'm saying? So it's like there's no need for you to go through life feeling like, oh, I have to tiptoe around how I feel about something because you can evolve a year from now. And yeah, I know like for me, specifically because of the fact that I am on a public platform <laughs> you know with how sensitive people are depending on if I say something that people perceive to be really bad then you know they might be more unforgiving than maybe people in my space in my circle or something like that there might be bigger consequences because of more exposure, et cetera, et cetera. But it's like, I feel like if it's something that was maybe offensive, genuinely offensive, then what's important is just addressing things head on and acknowledging my mistakes and moving on from that, right? Versus just ignoring it and trying to act like you didn't say this or you didn't hurt people, you didn't offend people, blah, blah, blah. But... I just, if you feel that way, you have to free yourself from that. You have to free yourself from that because you will not be the same person six months from now. You will not be the same person a year from now. You are evolving. If you are listening to this podcast, you are evolving, right? The very fact of you taking time out of your day to listen to something that is uplifting, you are evolving. So it's okay. You don't have to worry about walking on eggshells or being perfect today because a year from now, things will be better. And believe me, it's easier said than done because, <laughs> at least for me, sometimes I think about how, you know how people will dig up celebrities, tweets, from like 2001, I don't even think, I don't think Twitter was around in 2001, Wh whatever year, right? People will dig up tweets from 2005, 2008, like the inception of Twitter and they will like drag people today for stuff they said 15 years ago or something like that. But if you really think about it, right? If I'm, first of all, let me just say, I am not saying that the people who are um, victims of people digging up their past, I'm not saying that I condone nor agree with any of what those people did. I'm just talking about the concept of it, right? 
if you really think about it, if somebody who had if somebody who had thousands of followers, somebody who's a celebrity, could have tweeted something so offensive or dangerous or just disrespectful, vile, racist, whatever it is, if somebody who was in a in the public eye tweeted something so horrible 15 years ago and they were not quote-unquote canceled for it back then, that should tell you a lot about where society was at in that time period, right? Because they were not condemned for it back then because it was almost as if maybe saying something like that was normal or it wasn't something that was bad. Today we are cracking down on these things, but, and I'm not saying these things are right because I've seen really horrible things that I do not agree with, but to play devil's advocate on, is it advocate? I completely forgot because I usually mind my business. But to play... So to think about the other side of things, right? Not to come to the defense of those people, but they said those things or did those things in a time where they were not condemned for it. So things like that were normal or acceptable. Today, that may be a different case, but to go back 15 years and condemn somebody for something like that is like, it's kind of weird because if they are not living their life in a way that directly aligns with those harmful or offensive things that they said back then, it's kind of weird to like condemn them for that today. Because who were you 10 years ago? What were you doing 10 years ago? If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I was very ratchet 10 years ago. 10 years ago, how old was I? Yeah, I was very ratchet. My Instagram name... Not Instagram. My Facebook name was Miss Haley Songs. Yes, I'm going to give you all a moment to clown me for a second. My Facebook name, and I don't even look for it because I have deleted my Facebook account. I deleted it years ago. I don't use Facebook. It's long gone. But my Facebook name used to be Ms. Haley Songs. Ms. was M-H-I-S-X-Z. You see how ratchet that is? And I used to own that. That was me. I was 100% ratchet back then, and I thought I was Trey Songz's wife. Now, granted, that was before all of the allegations, right? But if you look at that, I know that's not as bad as some of the things people dug up, but if you look at that and you thought, oh, I used to be obsessed with Trey Songz, you might be thinking, oh, why would I be obsessed with somebody who has all of these allegations against him? But back then, he didn't. 
You see what I'm saying? That's not that that now that's not the same level of severity with some of the things I've seen. But I'm just saying, I'm just using that as an example because who I was and what I did and what I said and how I acted 10 years ago, 15 years ago, honestly, like that's not, I don't even, we are not the same person. Some people might be the same people, but they may be, you know, doing it behind the scenes now because today people will cancel you. And that's a whole different story. But what I'm trying to say is, you don't even know what your life will look like in a few years from now. Some of us can like try to visualize it and you can come very close to that. But you know, God always has an element of surprise. You know, there's always some razzle dazzle that we don't anticipate. Or you might get there, but the way you thought you would get there is completely different. You may have had to go off course, taken a back road, go th gone through some hills and valleys, climb a mountain, cheat death five times before you get there like you know what i'm saying like you don't know how you will get there you don't know what will happen you don't know what your life will look like in a few years you have an idea but it's like you could be a completely different person and that's okay we evolve so stop putting pressure on yourself to feel like you have to have everything together and you have to be perfect and you have to say the right things it's okay if you contradict yourself the self you are today a few years from now because you are not meant to be the same person a few years from now. If it's something where you make a mistake and you hurt people, you offend people because some of the beliefs that you have today are, I don't know, maybe insensitive, maybe harmful, maybe whatever. I'm not saying that's excusable. I'm saying there's room for improvement, right? There's room to heal. There's room to go to, th go to therapy and address why you think those things. And the, 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 more, the most important thing is actually, like I said, addressing it head on and acknowledging your mistakes and not in a celebrity apology type of way where they clearly meant what they said, but they are just apologizing to give people what they want, but they really don't mean it. That's what I'm talking about. You can acknowledge what you did wrong. You can validate people's feelings. You can address things head on. You can own up to the version of you that may have hurt people, that may have believed in something that was harmful to others or, or yourself, and acknowledge that and say that you are not this person today, and that is okay. You know, like, Something you 100% would die by today might be something you completely disagree with a year from now. Give yourself grace. Give yourself room to grow. You don't have to have it together now. You don't have to walk on eggshells being worried about what people would think about your opinion. We are not perfect. We are not meant to be perfect. It, it doesn't exist. And don't compare yourself to other people either, right? Like just because somebody believes this or somebody has or lives their life in that way, that doesn't mean you should do that as well, right? I've told you all a million times on several different episodes, run your own race, focus on your own path. But I just wanted to make this episode to remind you that you need to give yourself grace as you mature and progress into becoming the best version of yourself. You don't have to have it together right now. And it's okay if you make mistakes along the way. We always learn more from our mistakes than we do when things are going smooth. Because when things are going smooth, we take it for granted. We take it for granted and we get bored. And we act ungrateful. And then life has to humble us and remind us that, no, you were act the way you were living was actually a privilege. Let me remind you of that. Let me put you in a situation to where you will be grateful and humbled and more appreciative when you get out of it. So you can understand that you were actually living blessed. But you are not obliged, you are not obligated to keep living the same way or believing the same things. You've let go of several former beliefs and habits and thought patterns that you used to have because they did not serve you. 
understand that you will continue to do that as you progress in life. You will continue to do that so you don't have to have everything figured out today. Give yourself grace. And remember that today will be the past in a few months or a few years from now. So it's okay. You don't, you don't have to have everything figured out right now. You don't have to have everything figured out right now. Stop worrying about contradicting yourself. Stop worrying about disappointing people. Stop worrying about if the things you do today will be, a mis- will be considered a mistake a few months from now. Stop worrying about if what you're about to do is the right decision. You are doing the best you can with the knowledge and the information that you have right now. Let that be enough. Let that be enough. You are doing the best you can with the information that you have right now. As you go through life, you will acquire more information and you can make better decisions because now you are better informed. But stop worrying about, and that's another thing, stop worrying about whether or not the decisions you make are the right decisions. Do what you feel called to do. It's okay to let your intuition lead you. And that's not to be mistaken with your feelings and your emotions because sometimes that can lead you down the wrong path, right? If you've ever been in a toxic relationship, you know what I'm saying, okay? The reason you were there for so long is because you were leading with your, you were letting your emotions for that person dictate your actions, I'm talking about your intuition. Your intuition always knows best. Your intuition is what told you that you should not have gotten into that relationship within the first three days, within the first three hours of meeting that person, but you ignored it, okay? That is what I'm saying. You need to listen to your intuition, not your feelings. How do you know the difference? In my experience, your intuition usually does not make sense. Your intuition is like... It's like the warning signal that you get where you don't have any evidence to support that warning that you got. So it's like, let's say you were in a parking lot or whatever and you got in your car and your intuition was like, drive off. Or you started feeling uneasy about something, but you're in the parking lot by yourself, like you don't see anybody you can't perceive any threats but you have an unnerving sinking feeling in your gut and you don't know why that's your intuition your intuition is telling you get the hell out of the parking lot drive off like leave right it's sensing danger where we mess up is we don't listen immediately and we think hmm why do i feel this way Let me sit there and look around and try to find evidence to support how I feel. And usually when you find the evidence, it's too late. I have realized every time you find the evidence to support what your intuition was trying to warn you about, it is too late because now you are suffering the consequences of not listening to your intuition. So when your intuition warns you about somebody without you having tangible evidence to distance yourself from that person or get rid of them a lot of times we don't listen but when we realize why our intuition was right it's because it's because you are now on the other side of betrayal from that very person that your intuition told you to stay clear of right you see what i'm saying with your intuition there's usually not enough evidence in reality to support the feeling but it's a feeling that you can't shake with your emotions it's more so like Oh, you know, I've been with him for so long. I've invested so much. Oh my gosh, no, we need to make this work. No, you were warned. You were warned long before you got to this point, right? Our feelings, I'm pretty sure there's a verse in the Bible about that. Y'all see what type of Christian I am, okay? We're not there yet. We're not there yet. I'm not the one that can like reference certain um. I'm not always able to reference certain scriptures when I need to. Some of them, yes. Some of them, not really. But I know there's something in the Bible that talks about how your feelings are deceitful, right? But your intuition, your intuition is that warning signal that you don't want to know why you were warned. Okay? If that makes sense. So, but I digress. 
what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So stop worrying about whether or not the decisions you are making are the right decisions. Let your intuition guide you. If it says don't do this, don't do it. Don't do it. You don't want to know why. Just don't do it. Okay. Usually, if you never know why, that's a good thing because that means you listened, so you avoided the danger. So if, some, if it says don't do something, don't do something. If it says do something, do something. And if you get results that maybe you didn't anticipate or it's not as good as you thought it was, it's okay. Like it's not, there's no, there's no perfect script that you have to follow or live by and make decisions to align with. So that you can have some perfect life or some good life and then that's how you know you're successful or on the right path. It's not, it's not that linear. It's not that, it, it, that that's, that's not what life is. That's not what life is. Like we keep worrying about whether or not we are making the right decisions. There's no right decisions. There's no wrong decisions. There's just the decision that you choose to make, right? And the reason why we take so long to make decisions sometimes because we dwell on whether or not it's right or wrong. Understand that you are doing the best with the information that you have and give yourself some grace. Like there's different outcomes on either ones of the either one of the decisions you make. Yes, you can consider them, but make a decision and just trust that that is a decision you were supposed to make. You did the best you could with the information that you had. And as you go through life, you will get more information and you will make better decisions. Release yourself. Release yourself from the shackles of perfectionism. Release yourself from the shackles of feeling like you don't want to make the wrong decision. You don't want to make a mistake. You are going to make mistakes. Things are going to be hard sometimes. Yes, you will disagree with some of the things you've done or the decisions you've made in your life. In a few years, you will disagree with some of the things you did today. Today, you disagree with some of the things you did last year or five years ago or 10 years ago. That's life. That's life. It's, 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 a, it's, an, it's, it's progress, okay? It's progress. As long as you're making progress. And yes, even when you feel like you hit rock bottom, that's also progress because that's where you learn. That's where you are being taught something. There's no right or wrong. There's just forward progression, okay? Just keep getting up. Just keep moving. I know this sounds like a motivational speech. <laughs> I know this sounds like a motivational speech, but that's very real. This, like, this is very real. I've realized this in my own life. Let me give you all some examples. Like, let's, let's talk about some real life experiences so it's not too motivationally but for example right I told y'all a few episodes ago that I quit my job last year in March this oh my gosh y'all okay so spoiler alert I am recording this episode well it's not a spoiler it's just anyway I'm recording this episode on March 4th right Today makes one year since I left my job, my last job, my first job out of college, right? And I have a new job now, but this is significant because that's a decision I struggled with. That's a decision I thought about for a whole year before I actually made it. That's a decision I was afraid to make. I was paralyzed with fear and indecision. Like, is this the right decision? Do I need to have something else lined up before I leave? Have I saved enough? Am I making a mistake? You know, I thought about that so much. But at the end of the day, I just said, you know what? My gut is telling me that it's time to go. Like my spirit, my spirit, my mind and soul had left that job already. My body just had to follow. My body just had to follow. I just had to type in the resignation, send it, and, and leave. I just, my mind and my soul had already left. My body just had to follow. I felt it in my gut that it was time, and I was paralyzed with fear and indecision for the longest while. I just said, F it, and I resigned. And one year ago today, which was a Friday, I believe, was my last day. 
And I wrestled with the thought long after, because I told y'all I didn't work for eight months last year, um, because I had saved enough and I decided not to work and not to look for a job. And I didn't tell anybody because that's my business, okay? And I didn't want to have to answer to anybody as to what am I doing with my life, blah, blah, blah. Because it's my life. And this is stressful. This was a stressful period, a stressful decision. I, I did not want anybody's worries to mix with that. So I kept it to myself, more or less. But I wrestled with, did I make a mistake? Was this the right decision blah 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 what do I do now but let me tell you something despite what everybody else would have thought had they known number one I told you I didn't tell anybody so I did not even give them a chance to weigh in with their unsolicited opinions okay protect your peace people protect your peace everybody does not need to know what's going on in your life if you don't want to be answering Questions like, what are you doing with your life? What, what is your plans? What is it? Keep it to yourself, okay? I chose to keep it to myself so I did not have to deal with any of that while I was in that period. But I was concerned, did I make the right decision? Am I wasting my life? Blah, blah, blah. Is it right for me to do this? Blah, blah, blah. What about my savings? Let me tell you, in that period of time, I got closer to God than I ever did in my life because it required me to trust him more than ever. I got plenty of new insights on life, on my life, on life in general. Um, I grew a lot in my faith. I completely re-evaluated my life and how I thought about money, how I lived my life, etc. I learned so much that I don't think I would have learned had I stayed at that job or had I had another job lined up. I eventually took like, not a gap year because it wasn't a year, but I took a gap in between jobs and like the self-reflection, the things I learned, the things I experienced, I would not trade that for the entire world. But had I gotten another job, that would have been a completely different experience. And who's to say it was right or wrong? There's no point in saying, what if I did have another job? How would things have looked? It does not matter because I cannot go back. Like, you see why what ifs don't make sense? You Like, for what? You are literally wasting your time. You cannot go back. You can't change anything. What is the point? I don't live my life thinking of what ifs. It's just... That's the decision I made, and this is what came out of it. I'm, and I'm even more grateful to be making money again consistently, right? Stability. I need that. But that's what I'm trying to make you understand. It's like it's not about whether or not something is the right or wrong decision. Just make a decision. Trust your gut and then go with the flow. And when I say go with the flow, I know some people, I know it's in some cases it has a negative connotation because people feel like, oh, you should have a plan, blah, 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 blah. First of all, you make plans and God laughs, okay? Have you ever made, and this is a rhetorical question because I know the answer is yes, but have you ever made a plan for your life saying you're going to do this, that, and a third, and then when you advance to step one, like life just did a, a little sprinkle of razzle dazzle and, and, and all of a sudden you were in a you were in rock bottom or you were like in the pits of hell. Like like everything just started falling apart. Like you you had to take several detours. Like you see what I'm saying? You can you can make plans. That's cute, right? You that's cute. You can make plans and all of that, but you need to leave some um you need to leave enough room for life to do what it needs to do, okay? Me personally, I make goals, but in terms of how I get there, I have somewhat of a plan, but I usually just surrender it to God because I've realized that me trying to fight against, like me trying to fight his plan and do my own thing it, it, it's, it's a very ghetto experience and I'm tired of suffering. I'm tired of struggling. I'm tired of being confused. So I surrender that to him, okay? I, I, I know the direction of where I want to go. I know what I'm working towards in terms of how I get there. That's not really my business. That's not really my business. I'll have something, you know, to keep me in check, but I don't, I don't attach to the plan itself. So 
that frees me from worrying about things like the right or wrong decision, whatever. Life is going to do what life does. Okay, the sooner you realize that, the better. Stop trying to concern yourself with what the right decision is, what the wrong decision is. You are doing your best. You are doing your best. And maybe a year from now or five years from now, you might look back on what your best today is and feel like, what the hell was I doing with my life? That's okay. That's okay. You live and you learn. Okay? You live and you learn. If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth. But I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com slash journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. Give yourself some grace. Be kind to yourself. How, how, how can you say you want other people to be kind to you and you are not kind to yourself? Naturally, we are our biggest critics. So I understand that, right? I'm guilty of that as well. But I'm just reminding you to be kind to yourself in the process. You don't know everything and you will never know everything. So stop trying to act like you know everything and release yourself from these shackles. Okay, you are doing the best you can with the information that you have. Trust your gut. Make a decision. If you don't like the outcome of, a dis- of that decision, make a different decision. You are not bound to the decisions you make today. I mean, some of them, some of them, yeah, there's like two types of decisions. There's those where the outcomes are easily changeable or fixable. If you don't like the outcome, if it's bad or whatever, like let's say if you decide to change your wallpaper, right? Something serious, something um, 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 insignificant. If you decide to change the wallpaper on your phone and you don't like it, you can easily change it, right? But let's say you decide to move to a different country. That's a big, that's a big change, right? You have to sell or put your stuff in storage, most likely sell everything you own that you can't take with you like maybe a car, a house, you will sell all of these major things and you will move and you have to maybe sign a lease or buy a house in a new location, blah, blah, blah. And if you don't like that, then yeah, it require you to save up again or like do a lot of things to be able to move to somewhere different or move back to whatever country you moved from initially, right? That requires a lot more. That, that, that's a bigger change. That's a more significant change. It's harder to fix or change. But it's still doable. It will require more, but it's still doable. So if you want to move and you move and you don't like it, you can move back. You can move somewhere else. You are not, you are not confined to that place for the rest of your life. Yes, it's a harder change to make, but it can be done. It's not, a, it's not a death sentence. You know what I'm saying? The only thing that's permanent is a death sentence. You know, I'm not going to get too much into the afterlife or anything like that. But you get what I'm trying to say. If you die or, you know, that you can't come back from. That's, that's, that's the only thing you can't come back from. Everything else, more, so, more or less you can change it may require more effort it might be it might take more time for you to change but you can change it so there's there's no need to dwell on what's the right decision what's the wrong decision if it's something that's been sitting on your mind on your heart for years for months for a while now 
you can make that decision, do it, get it done. If you don't like it, do something else. But at least it will be out of the way. At least you are not living with the what if. Side note, I made an episode on not living with what ifs. I will leave it in the description because I don't remember the number. But that will help if that's something you're struggling with. But take the pressure off of yourself in thinking about, is this the right decision? Is this the wrong decision? Am I making a mistake? Just do it. Just do what is in your heart. Do what is what your gut is telling you to do. Do that thing you really want to do. If you don't like it, you can change it. It's not the end of the world. And in any case... Number one, you will cross it off your to-do list. You will cross it off your what-if list. You can, you can rid yourself of that regret or that what-if feeling. And at the very least, you will learn from it. Now, you have to actually make an effort to learn from it because I don't believe people just naturally learn from their mistakes or their decisions. You have to reflect and be intentional about learning from your mistakes, right? Because... Sometimes people make mistakes and they think, oh, well, I should never make another decision. I should never do this again. You didn't really learn. You didn't really learn. You just have a lot of resentment in your heart and you need to forgive and you need to reflect. Okay, that's not really learning. You just became more guarded. So it's not automatic. It's something that's intentional. But at the end of the day, the points I'm trying to make, the points I've been trying to make for the last five, ten minutes There's no right or wrong decision. There's just the decision you choose to make. Give yourself some grace. A year from now, it won't even matter, right? A year from now, if you think it's a mistake, at least you will learn from it and you can make better decisions. Give yourself some grace. Don't worry about contradicting yourself. You are growing. You are evolving. You don't have it all together. Do we even ever have it all together? Honestly, because every time I feel like if I hit this point, I will have it together and I hit that point, it is in fact not together. I don't know what it is, but it's not together, right? I just, it's a scam. It's a scam. It's it's a state of mind, honestly. It's a state of mind. Happiness, contentment, peace is a state of mind. There's There's nothing you can physically do or achieve in this world to make you feel like that. You have to choose to be, to live in that state. Okay. That's something I've realized, but that's another topic for another day. Give yourself grace as you embark on this journey of becoming, of being, right? Of starting to embody what the best version of yourself looks like, acts like, feels like, is, right? You don't have to have it all together. You are not going to have it all together. So free yourself from that. It's not going to happen. The perfectionism, please get rid of it. Get rid of it. All it is is procrastination in disguise. You are just delaying things. There's, you, will, you will never be perfect. There will never be a perfect time. There is no perfect decision. There's no right decision. There's no wrong decision. There's just the decision that you choose to make. And if you don't like it, you can make another one. Okay, as long as you don't choose to do something that ends your life, you can reverse it. You can do something else. Give yourself grace. You don't have to have it all figured out. You are doing the best you can with the information that you have today. Okay? This was also a reminder to myself because I tend to be hard on myself too. So this is like, this is for both of us. This is for both of us, okay? So especially if you are somebody who has some type of public platform, whether it's a podcast, a YouTube channel, um, Instagram, TikTok, you're an influencer, whatever, especially, or if that's something you aspire to do but you're afraid, give yourself grace. Yes, it can feel like a burden sometimes, because you can easily compare yourself to other people and be like, oh, well, they have it all together and I don't. And I don't want to make mistakes. And I don't want to do it. It's a burden that honestly, you don't have to carry. You don't have to carry it. You can choose to give yourself grace. That's what I have decided to do. If anybody decides to hold me to 
um, or to put me on some pedestal that I did not ask to be put on and then you decide to get disappointed or mad at me when I fail to live up to your standards, that's a personal problem you'll have to discuss with your therapist. But I am not responsible for maintaining and upholding the image that you decided to have of me, okay? I know who I am. That, that's, that's all I'm responsible for being. And yes, there comes a certain level of responsibility with having a public platform, but that responsibility is not ending world peace. That, <laughs> that responsibility is not some of the things I see people trying to get mad at people for. Like, you know, something happened and you don't address it and people are like, well, why aren't you addressing this on your platform and blah, blah, blah. If I'm called to be the best chef that there is, the best vegan chef in the world, how useful would I be if I took some of my time away from that and I tried to, I don't know, teach children how to swim or something like that? It's a great cause. It's cute. It's, it's noble. It's like, okay, but that's not what, you know, that's not what I was put here to do. I need to dedicate all of my time to being the best vegan chef. And I can teach people recipes on how to cook healthy vegan meals in their kitchen. And I can make cookbooks and I can help people live a healthier lifestyle. I am so much more useful in that avenue than if I were to split my time doing other things that I'm not called to do. But people think I should do because it would make me look like an upstanding citizen. You see what I'm saying? I hope you got the point in what I just said. I'm not saying other causes are not important. I'm saying it is better for you to focus on the cause that you were called to, okay? That is all I'm saying. I am only responsible for the lane that I was called to be in, okay? If you think there is a lane that other people should be driving in, you drive in it. You drive in it. Some people like to hold people to standards that they cannot even meet, some people will be mad at people on the internet for not donating $100,000 to end world poverty. But what did you donate? What did you donate? Nothing. Touch grass. Okay? Leave people alone. Stop arguing with people on the internet. People like that irritate me. Yes, sometimes we have a certain level of responsibility when you have a following, a public platform... But I just, it actually irritates me a little bit when I see people who are like, let's say celebrities and stuff like that, when they share a story or make a, blanks, a blanket statement about some type of social injustice or something that's going on in the world and they know that that's all they are going to contribute but they're doing it because they feel obligated to because if they don't say anything then it might look like they are in support of it or they don't think it's important me personally i just feel like that's living for validation of other people and i don't intend to do that so it's like i will do the best that i can possibly do in the lane that i was called to drive in if there is another lane that people think I, that needs a driver, you get in the car and you drive there, okay? I know what lane I'm supposed to be in. That's where I will be. You worry about your own lane, okay? Because I don't like doing things that is not authentic to who I am. It will feel like pulling teeth and I will not be able to sustain it. So I don't even try, okay? I will do the best that I can with what I am called to do and and that that's 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 all I can do that is all I can do I know who I am I know what I am supposed to be doing and I know that it will impact and reach the right people if you decide to paint some picture of me I'm not responsible for that okay I'm not saying I'm not saying that as an excuse for me to just do whatever but I know who I am and you have an idea of who you think I am and 
I wish you all the best with that. Okay, I wish you all the best with that. Okay, because that's something we can all relate to. The people in your life have a, an idea of who they think you are, but that might not be who you actually are. Because for some of us, certain people get different sides of us, you know? Like certain people might only get 50% of you because the other 50%, they might project their insecurities onto and you want to protect that from them. You see what I'm saying? So with the 50% you give them, they think that's who you are, not knowing that there's a whole different side of you that they just don't have access to. So it's like they form those opinions and identities of who they think you are and you are not responsible for validating that, okay? That's, that's their problem. That is their problem. That's none of your business. You know who you are. You be who you are. If anybody disagrees, that, that doesn't even make sense. That's invalid. How can you disagree? How can you disagree with who I say I am? Are you me? Are you me? And are you okay? That doesn't even make sense. People cannot tell you who you are. You know who you are. You know what you are supposed to do. That's all that matters. That is all that matters. If you make a mistake and you know you are doing the best with what you understood, you know, I mean, if you didn't like seriously hurt or offend anybody in the process if you just made a mistake and somebody disagreed with the outcome that's their business that is their business okay you will learn what you need to learn from that mistake you will get what you need to get out of that for your own personal progress and the unsolicited opinions the advice the suggestions that people don't even take themselves that's none of your business that is none of your business. People need to worry about themselves, okay? Give yourself some grace in the process. And I know it's easier said than done, but tell people to mind their business. Tell people to mind their business when they start um, talking about things that don't concern them. Tell them to mind the business that pays them. One thing about me, I may not be, I'm a non-confrontational person. I like peace, okay? But one thing about me, if I feel like people are giving their opinions on things that don't concern them, things in my life, like if I made a decision based on my gut and I'm okay with this and I know what I'm doing, you may not know what I'm doing because I didn't tell you because it's none of your business, but if I am confident in the decision I made, I, if you feel like it's your place to express your discontentment or your judgment or your recommendations and suggestions and opinions, that's up to you. That's cute and everything, but you will not be getting a response from me because I said what I said and I did what I did. You know, like if I make a decision about my life, you're entitled to your opinion but you can argue with yourself in the mirror about it because I will not be responding personally, okay? Because understand that I prayed to God and we decided that this is what should be done and I did that. You, your opinion, it's, it's not, it's, it, it doesn't belong in the equation. You see what I'm saying? So like, you, you're entitled to it, but just know that I don't really care about it, you know? So, like, respect yourself enough to not give it where it will not be valued. You see what I'm saying? And when I say all of that, I'm really talking about the people who don't have the best intentions, okay? I know when people are coming from a good place and they want the best from me and I am receptive to that because... They might see things that I don't see, right? I know who those people are in my life. But for the people who are just coming from a place of fear and insecurity and they want to project that onto me, I reject it respectfully. Um, and like I said, debate yourself in the mirror, you know, type it out in your notes to get it off your chest and then delete it. But don't send it to me because I don't care, okay? And that's that. You will not be getting a response. That's none of your business. So anyway, I digress. Give yourself some grace, okay? You don't know everything. You will never know everything. 
the pursuit of knowing everything is a waste of your time, you are doing the best you can. You are doing the best you can, okay? As like, and sometimes, like I said, in a year, you might feel like, what, what, what the hell was I thinking? That's okay. That's okay. You, you are doing the best you can. Yes, you, you allowed people in your space and you felt like you shouldn't have done that. You are doing the best you can, okay? Your boundaries may have not been there, but it's like, give yourself grace. We have all been in a position where our boundaries were not what it was supposed to be. We accepted less than we thought we deserved. As long as you are progressing and you are making progress, you are starting to enforce those boundaries, starting to identify those boundaries, starting to love yourself more, and things are getting better and better over time, that is all that matters. That is all that matters. Today, you may not be in a position to say that you can set, your, set and enforce your boundaries 100%. That's okay. If it's, if, it's, if it's 5% right now, you know what? It's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. But let's, you know, let's continue progressing to get to like that 100% um, goal. And if, if a year from now it's on 6%, you are still doing better, right? We, we, we are still moving forward. We are still getting better. Give yourself some grace, okay? Now, I think I've said it enough. So I will end here and I will reflect on this myself so I can stop being so hard on myself and hopefully you stop being so hard on yourself too and understand that you're doing the best you can. Your, your heart is in the right place. As long as your heart is in the right place, don't use this as an excuse to go do things you know you shouldn't do and say, oh, well, this is the best I can. No, you are being problematic. You are being problematic. And I'm calling you out. But as long as your heart is in the right place, give yourself some grace. That is all. So, yeah, I will talk to you next Sunday. <laughs>